Welcome to the Motoring Podcast, a Honda Civic Type R GT 2-litre VTEC Turbo Manual Transmission Special Edition. Hello, I'm Alan. Hello, I'm Andrew. <laughs> oh, I love writing the titles. I love writing the titles. <laughs> you, you're just a you're just a sod. But I also then had to differentiate between whether the car was a special edition or if this was a special edition and. Earlier on, I had actually gone looking through the Honda site to see what special editions they had done of the Civic Type R, because I was unaware. And it turns out they, they hadn't done any, and it was you. No, it is purely it's purely our special edition about the Honda Civic Type R GT. Okay. So go on then, in the way that you do to me, tell me all about what, what is a Honda Civic Type R GT, Andrew? Well, it's a Type R with GT. Uh, no, I wanted to find out the because this is a hyper hot hatch. This is a hyper hatch, right? This isn't a hot hatch. Andrew was having a midlife crisis. Everyone, um, I wanted a midlife crisis car <laughs> for a few days. That's it. That that was what I understood when he said, "Oh, by the way, I've, uh, I've booked a Type R." <laughs> it wasn't a crisis. It was that I would quite like to have another go in a Type R. It's been quite a few years and. I have mm. the opportunity, so I will grasp it with both hands, is what I did. And this is the top of the range for the Type R's, the GT. There's a 2-litre VTEC turbocharged engine giving 400 newton metres of the torques, 5.8 seconds to 62 from standstill, apparently. I never tried that. And uh, allegedly <laughs> will run on to 169 miles per hour. Again, didn't even remotely get anywhere near that. Thank you very much. Uh, it's got a six-speed manual gearbox with the lovely metal round knob. Oh, so it either freezes your hand or roasts your hand. <laughs> well, I was lucky with the weather I had at the time. It was mm-hmm. it was just fine. Officially, this will give a combined MPG of thirty six point seven. I managed, and I am gobsmacked. I managed to get as close as I did thirty three point six, and this produces one hundred and seventy six CO two grams per kilometer as well. Ew. So yes, so that's a bit of a thing with the old uh, car tax side of things. Right now, this is thirty three thousand five hundred twenty five pounds on the road as standard. At the time, uh, I had the car for loan. PCP costs could be found with a £4,000 deposit, 10,000 mile annual, annual mileage even, at £481 per month for 37 months. That gives apparently an APR of 6.2% as well, with a final payment of 16530 Just to say, that's an awful lot of car for the money. I know. I know that is not I mean, well. Um, Thirty-three and a half thousand for a hundred and sixty-seven mile an hour, hundred sixty-nine mile an hour yeah. car that does not to sixty and five. Four seats, proper boot. Uh, yeah, we'll get on to yeah. that. That yeah, who cares I'm, about those? I mean, <laughs> yeah, I know, but if you add them in on things, <laughs> yeah, 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 totally. It's a lot of it's a lot of car and a lot. Wow. Yes. Yeah. Cheaper than I thought. Well, this is a press car, so obviously it's not just standard. This had a £525 colour tax to add on as well. So it came in at 34050 That's it. That was the only extra on top of what the car comes with. W- worth mentioning, by the way, that the colour tax on the, t- on the Type R is actually you're decolouring it to, or desaturating it to a bit because the, the only colour that doesn't have the tax on is the bright red. Yes. Even even the white is 525 I think it, I think it's per lesson for yeah, rightly. But um but yeah it's it's only the flat red that that doesn't have the color tax. So uh so it's not the way around that we we expect it to be. 
Nope. So, Andrew, tell us about the ridiculous exterior. Okay, so this is the latest generation Civic, and we've seen possibly a few TV programs, videos, etc. on the YouTubes where people comment about the looks. Well, we, we've done it ourselves as well, haven't yeah, we? Yeah, you, you either like the look or you don't. And I think this look is perfect for a hyper hatch because you want your hyper hatch to be completely bonkers. And this has got angles mm. and swoops and slashes and aggression in buckets with spades Did- and extra buckets. It's just, I think it looks brilliant as a Type R. It's the thing about it though, is that it's not just, you know, the standard Civic in the current generation can look a bit, it can, sometimes it looks like it's apologizing for looking a bit weird. Yeah. You know, I mean, some cars it's like, oh, maybe I don't want to, it shirks a bit. This isn't, this is some kind of crazy, crazy spaceship. And it's always, it's an evil crazy spaceship. These are the crazy spaceships that attack you. Yeah, yeah. Um, these are not peacekeeping crazy spaceships. Uh, it just always looks nuts. It's it's like it's shouting at you the entire time. Yes. In visual form. And I think that's exactly what you want from your crazy vehicle that do 169 mile an hour, nought to 62 in not a lot, et cetera, et cetera. Okay, I have a question because some people might remember that a few years ago, I had the previous generation Type R, and it was early in the day. It was it was early in the day of doing reviews like this, and what I didn't say was how much I disliked mm. it. I hated it. I really did. And one of the things I actually hated was I I hated the type of attention it got. Did did you not find that the the crazy shoutiness got the attention of people who you'd rather? their attention you hadn't attracted there was twice i got attention that i thought that i didn't want most of the time i got let out of junctions people smiled mm-hmm. obviously teenagers and kids were it looked pointed yeah they knew what it was they knew exactly mm-hmm. what it was it's it's like a poster it's like a poster car I'm all right with that kind of attention. But there there was twice I got attention I was not expecting where two other drivers seemed to take exception or decided that, oh, you've got a Type R, have you? Well, then, let's have a little look at this, shall we, sunshine? And one was from a much older gentleman in his smoking diesel Jaguar who decided he was going to race me. For some reason, I did, by the way, I just, I didn't race anyone on the roads. I just drove normally. I let every, I let both these people do what they wanted to do. And the other one was someone sped up in there again, smoky diesel, this time an Audi to block me from filtering in on the lane. Mm. And they, they clocked me in the mirror and were laughing. And I thought, well, if that's what you get your kicks out of fella, good on you. Off you go. Yeah. <laughs> But it was older men that seemed to get bent out of shape about it. Yeah, well, that was it. The, the person the person who gave me quite a lot of abuse for accidentally ending up in the wrong lane uh, in traffic and needing to switch kind of fitted that profile, mm. to be honest. 
Yeah, but everyone else. It was anyway, fine. sorry, yeah. sorry. I don't want to put a downer on it because that's not the civics. Fault. No, 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 no. It, there was nothing. Oh, although I, I do have another older man. I have another older man story to do with the civic part. That sounds wrong. Um, this is a new specialist podcast we need I to be was, doing. Alan. Yes, <laughs> it could solve our problem with some with, with some manufacturers yes. though. Yeah, wider wider demographic. Yes is that I actually was behind one of these in traffic the other day, and I, I see that your notes here include massive rear spoiler. Mm. And he had the optional extra hatch-mounted rear spoiler. So you know you can spec a second rear spoiler. Yeah, yeah you can. I, I was – sorry. In my preparation for this, everyone, wasn't reading Andrew's notes. It was flicking through the configurator on the Honda website. Because it's what Alan does all the time. <laughs> yeah, I do it. I do it anyway. And I noticed that that the what I thought must have been an aftermarket spoiler because I saw this Civic Type R and I thought that is just that is crazier looking than I'm used to. And I thought it must have just been aftermarket, but it isn't. There is an extra spoiler that you can add in at the top of the tailgate where the tailgate meets the roof, just in case you don't have enough rear spoiler. And there were a couple of Juno stickers in the back, and I thought, "All oh, right, this is the wait. Wait for the stereotype. Come on, there's going to be a a fog of vape smoke in a second. And there wasn't. Ooh. I don't know if the chap had borrowed it from his son or something. He had glasses on a chain. Oh, that's fantastic. Okay, that's there's, that's what I'm saying. The, there it is was just the Venn diagram of that crossing. Car- <laughs> And I just don't understand how it crosses. And I was like, oh, okay. No, mustn't stare, Alan. Mustn't stare. <laughs> Keep going. And it, it was just seems so, so weird. I'm sorry. I'm interrupting terribly here. I shall let you get on with it. No, right, well, I would just say uh, that. But it was just weird. I mean, you've just got massive rear spoiler and, and you can get more rear spoiler. And the one time I've seen it, it wasn't the kind of person I would expect to want even more rear spoiler on a type R. <laughs> Awesome. Uh, the one I had was in Sonic Grey Pearl, which looked okay. Uh, it did look okay. The other options you can have, Crystal Black Pearl, Championship White, which is the white you were talking about, Polished Metal Metallic, which is Metallic Grey, <laughs> Rally Red. So that's mm-hmm. the, as Alan was saying before, that's the only one without the color tax. But the, my choice would be the Brilliant Sporty Blue Metallic. It's also the choice of Elderly Gentleman. With with glasses changed. Oh, okay, well, th- just so you know, people of fine fine taste then is what you're saying. Uh, this came on <laughs> twenty inch Berliner black alloys. That as seems to be the fashion with Type R's of the last couple of generations, sat slightly proud of the tire. So that meant I parked seven foot from every curb because I'm that paranoid. Ah. They were on two forty five thirty low profiles, and how low were they? Very low. <laughs> Welcome to my world. Yes. Okay, this has a bonnet scoop, and we like a bonnet scoop. As Alan's mentioned, this has a massive rear spoiler, and we really like a massive rear spoiler. And it had triple exhaust, and we really, really like triple exhaust. <laughs> it's just like a Ferrari F40. Because I'm a child. It's brilliant. I, no, it was, it, it was great. I just loved it. <laughs> Unbelievable. Uh, but not uh, only did I love it, the kids at, uh, no. at school, yes, there was lots of pointing, lots of wows, lots of, 
oh my god, look at that, and stuff like that. So my, for, for that, for the time that I had the car, my kids did rather well in the school pickup lottery for that time. Did with they? Their mates. Or were they? <laughs> did did they really, or were they so embarrassed? No, no, no. they did really. They did really, particularly really? Awesome. youngest crap oh, windscreen. Cool. Youngest crap windscreen was incredibly mm-hmm. happy yes. that this car was here. I, I can imagine that. Yeah, absolutely imagine that. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, let's move on to other important hyper hatch details. Tell us about the boot space, Andrew. Okay, well, I mean, obviously that's the first point that we look at in when we get inside the hyper hatch, and it's the Type R boot was actually pretty useful because. It's that almost fastback shape on the Civic. Now, I said this when we had the Sport. It is deceptively large boot space. I mean, it says 420 litres up to the windows with the seats up. But the shape of it and everything, it's it's just really, really useful. It's really big. And it's, it's a good opening to get stuff in, a variety of stuff. Mm -hmm. So it, it ticks the box on the old practicality if you're having to sell this after using a bit of man maths or woman maths to your other half, then practicality may swing these things. (laughs) How did that go for you? Um, Quite enjoyed the car, actually. Uh, Really? Didn't like the fact it was only four seats, though. So it's a a non-starter for us, unfortunately. But uh, there is one small curry hook in the boot, and it's, it's quite a weak curry hook. But at least it has a curry hook. So let's. Is it is so so is it the chicken tikka masala of curry hooks? Mm, yes, it is a bit. It is a bit. Or is it the butter? Or is it even the butter chicken? Of well, curry yeah, hooks? it could be that. It could be that. It could yeah, be the ooh, Marks and Spencer version, which doesn't offend anyone. Mm, yeah. So, okay. Uh, yeah, don't be too enthusiastic really if you put anything on that curry hook. Is what I would suggest. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, in the rear, like I just said, there's only two seats, but in those. Loads of space. It's, pr- it's proper adult seats. It's not rubbish. It's a two plus two or anything like that. It's proper it, proper space, proper it, ability to sit in. I could get a car seat in one of them as well, or prop, you know, without uh, them being without having to remove headrests and all this sort of stuff. But Andrew, it, it's two seats in it's it's two seats in the space that's really intended for three. So that doesn't surprise me. No, very much exactly. At all. Yeah, yeah. No, it, it it works well. I did double check this with occupants in the rear many times, but the rear doesn't feel claustrophobic. It's not oppressive, even with the tinted windows and the interior was dark. And like I say, I've, uh, I've checked with some of the harshest critics that the motoring world doesn't get exposed too often to. So, <laughs> so we can take that on reliable <laughs> confirmation that it's mm-hmm. okay in the back there. Sitting in the front, which is obviously the bit that we were, well, I was much more interested in, I have to say, this time. Lovely Type R sports seats. Yeah. Uh, I mean, absolutely gorgeously comfy. Mm -hmm. There is, mm, and you pointed this out when you had yours, there is the problem with the headrest. It It feels like it is set up for somebody wearing a helmet because there is a distinct space between the back of your head and where the headrest is. But you can get a little cushion for that, which says Type R on it or something. <laughs> It'll just Velcro on. Now, some of the, the old ones used to uh, used to have an elastic strap around the back of them, particularly for Recaro buckets. 
That's what yeah, you need. I didn't notice it too much of an issue. It's only because you told me that I paid attention to that. And I did do oh, a few lengthy journeys in it, but I didn't feel, oh, I've now got a crick in my neck because I've been leaning forward or something. I did. I had none of that problem. But it is, <laughs> it is there. And if you prefer to lean back against a headrest, then you will need a little cushion. Well, my consideration on that actually is to do with um, if you get rear-ended mm. uh, yeah. and stuff, and it's to do with whiplash mitigation, to be honest. That's why I have a thing No, no, I, yeah, absolutely. Sorry, yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't playing that down. That is a valid, proper reason, because there is – it is not a couple of millimetres. It is a significant gap between the back of your head and the headrest. Yeah, I, I, and this is what happens when you fit racy bucket seats yep. and stuff quite often. Yep. Yeah, I, I know that at least one of my cars has that issue for the same reason it's got racy bucket seats. Mm. Uh, steering wheel wise, though, it's uh, lovely sized. Some of the controls are uh, either side of the central boss. So we're talking like the phone, cruise control, lane keeping assist, deactivation of that, putting it on, all that sort of stuff. The wheel was mainly black, funnily enough, uh, but it has a nice little inner segment at the bottom half uh, just to stand it out mm-hmm. as the Type R steering wheel. It was good thickness in the hand. So in the binnacle, the main thing that you look at is the massive rev counter. And with the speed as a digital display number in the middle of the rev counter, so the, the rev counter is a reproduction of a, a normal dial. And to the left is the temp mm-hmm. gauge, and to the right is the fuel gauge. So you, you carry on with that. Can I interrupt you for a sec? Mm-hmm. You said it's a reproduction of a dial. So is it a physical dial, or is it a screen that you're looking at? Oh, now I have to open the picture, because I th- I'm thought sorry. that it was... Hang on. It was just when you said it's the reproduction of a dial. Yeah, it's a digital display. So it is the reproduction of a dial with the with the speed with the speed as a digital display of a number in Mm -hmm. very large underneath that. Or in the middle of that, sorry, not underneath it. Right, it's got a seven-inch touchscreen, which has Honda's Connect Infotainment system. The GT has the premium audio, uh, which has extra speakers. And the Garmin navigation system. Is it getting better? Not especially so. Not especially. Okay, it has its enough. own quirks and eccentricities because it, as Honda's infotainment system does. Uh, mm-hmm. But, you know, there is no consistency in the, between manufacturers. So you have to, once you learn it, it's fine. Yes, quite. But getting to that point sometimes is not as obvious as you feel it should be. Yeah. 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 I know exactly what you mean. Okay, so below that screen uh, are the controls with the climate control, and they have, shock horror, dials and buttons for that. <gasps> I know. Thankfully, there's Wonderful. dials and buttons. And below that, again, is the wireless charging pad. And behind that is some sockets to connect the device through. They sort of, you can drag the wires up and through. It's a little bit like the Volvo V40 used to have, the when they did that floating dash. Oh, right. So there's a shelf. Behind, kind of. Yeah, you can hi- you can hide where it's plugging hole. things into, and then you've only just got the little bit of wire that comes out. So keeps it all looking quite neat, actually, in there. Mm-hmm. Which which I think is actually quite a nice little touch. You know, there's somebody's thought about that and gone instead of there being wires hanging around everywhere, we could we could probably do something about it. So that's <laughs> so that's good. Below that, then we get into the transmission tunnel. Uh, has the wonderful, famous. Type R metal ramp gear knob, which I've talked about. 
And that is a lovely thing. Thankfully, it wasn't full on winter when I had the car, so I couldn't then go, mm-hmm. ooh, call blimey, this is cold in me hand, governor, or things like that. Yeah, I'll just put a sock over it or any of these yes, things. along yeah. those lines that we, we've seen other people un- or had to go through, the, the trauma of having to go through. Yes. So then there's behind the, the gear stick further down the transmission tunnel, there are some switches that they control the driving modes. It also does the activation for the stop-start system, brake-hold, and the electronic handbrake, because this doesn't have a manual handbrake. So -hmm. there is no yanking it on and and doing... Civic Type R. I know, I know, yes. I know, a Civic Type R can't, you know, pull the girls in the McDonald's car park. Only Only if you put your breakfast on top of the massive wing that we may have mentioned, Mm. Uh, whilst you're consuming your your breakfast away and leave your orange juice provocatively standing there before you take photographs of it. <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough. That told us slightly more about you than we really needed to know, to be honest. <laughs> there was no one near me when I took those photographs. So it's all right. <laughs> oh, thank goodness. It's almost a relief to say, tell us about the armrest, Andrew. <laughs> I can't believe, can't believe I've ever said that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right, so there's, as we go towards the armrest in the cubby box, there's a single cup holder in the cubby box. There's a, another USB connector, which will charge. Also, you only get the one USB port in the bowels of the dashboard. Um, I know there's uh, the, the wireless charging, but sometimes you want to plug it in because you want the connecting to play podcasts and all the rest of these other things to get your car play and your Android Auto as well. Because so many manufacturers mm. still, it has to be plugged in. Yes. Uh, right, now here we come to the, I think is legally obliged point, where I have a little moan about an interior. And this is the, yeah. this, it's the same moan as I had with the Civic Sport. There, normally, now you've heard, you've heard us on here say that we don't mind that there are different materials in different areas of a interior. Because... You want them hard-wearing where they need to be hard-wearing, soft-touch where they need to be soft-touch, nice to look at where they need to be nice to look at. However, with the Civic, there just is so many different materials. You cannot help but have your eye grabbed by them when you're driving along. There is a different material for the top of the binnacle as there is for the rest of the dash. And then it's it's just, it, it honestly is a mess of materials for the dashboard. And I wish they'd just, from a cost point of view, just stick with one or two. But there are so many there. And it's just, I found it quite distracting. Or maybe even seven. Yes. <laughs> no, I, it, it, because it's the Type R as well, then there are elements of carbon fiber uh, or lookalike carbon fiber. I presume it is real carbon fiber. And there's red trim. And that all looks nice and that looks good. But then you just, you, oh, like I say, the rest of the dash from the normal Civic has so many different materials in so many different areas. And then if you get the sun coming in, it reflects onto the windscreen. So then I'm getting double the exposure, not saying that I then start getting obsessed by it, but I, I was getting obsessed. It's starting to sound like you were getting obsessed. I just found by it. it so distracting. In fact, about five minutes ago, it started to sound like you were getting obsessed by it, to be perfectly but honest. That's, that is my only complaint about the inside. Not that it's a big complaint, you know, I don't want to go on about it or anything. No. <laughs> That's a relief then for all of us. Yeah. Do, do you need a moment to calm down before you tell us about the driving or are you, you going to be, be okay? okay? The driving? Well, are you yeah, sure? Yeah, I think I'll be fine. I'll be fine. 
Driving? Well, okay. it's all right. Yeah, should I move on to technology? No, no. no, no. Yeah, it was you do better than I did then. Wonderful. Uh, right. So it had to cope with the dross that are the roads that I have near me. And this is without bone shaking and without an overly harsh ride. Once you got onto some smooth, swooping roads, oh, my word. <laughs> so tell me this then. When you got the car, did you look back through the sat-nav and where it had been before? Yes, I did, Alan. Uh, I learnt from your previous exposure <laughs> to the car. If, so just to explain to people before, the, the one I had was about to be defleeted. And when I went back through the sat-nav, there was every – the kind of last 15 places it had been other than my own home had were all race circuits in the UK. So it had had a sodding hard It was a bit tired by the time it got to you. And it was not peak type R, which is why I, I, by the way, if you ever wonder why it's taken us so long to drive a Civic type R, it's because I didn't want to do it again. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well, I can be honest now because that was the previous generation. And I think it's, it's, it's only fair to point out that whenever you listen to that back, you'll find I'm kind of hesitant in my, in my praise. And the reason is, that the car did not feel 100% right. Mm. It was super harsh yep. on everything. It was just, there was a roughness which shouldn't have been there. I don't mean it was a harsh ride or any of that. I'm used to that. Goodness me, I almost choose it because I'm an idiot. But it just had this harshness, which which just, it just didn't feel right. Uh, to be honest, um, chatted about it with with PR at the time, and 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 that was fine. So hence me just double checking with Andrew just where his had perhaps been first. No, mine had not had the same hard life. So, yay! I went and one of the lengthy journeys I took it on is I took it into. I got up very early on a Saturday morning and drove into North Wales earlier mm. in the year, and on the roads I know very well which aren't the ones that happen to have the average speed cameras either, uh, and, but are not too far there away were no, from those. No triangles. No, yeah. there was no triangles. I was near triangles, but I was, no, I was not on triangles. And, oh, crikey, that, that, it was, it would have been very easy to lose a license along there. Yes. I know the previous generation was lightning fast it was but because it was so smooth as well there was i didn't have i'm not saying it was cosseted but the ability of the car mm-hmm. took me a step away from perhaps exactly the performance we were doing until i would look down at the speedo and then go <laughs> oh oh i i may ease off a little now um, because so I always found that I was doing 25 to 30 miles an hour faster than I thought I was. Similar. Yes. Similar. Yes. 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 On, yes. on, on, on the windy A and B roads, similar. Yes. And the overtaking was... Not a chore. Oh, there's a gap. Oh, I'm past the gap. Oh, I better slow down now. I want to be over there. Oh, I'm there. That's what I found happened. Yes. <laughs> a lot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yes. And again, I'm not. I'm, I'm yes. not. I'm not driving to people who've driven in a car with me. I'm not a reckless driver. I'm not a lunatic no, or anything not. like this. This was. These were. This was the. Here is a straight. 
there is no other car there are no other cars coming the other way i can get round this car easily oh yes i well actually i've gone past it before i've actually finished that sentence it's that sort of performance yeah. and because this one hadn't had a hard life and everyone uh-huh. acknowledges seeing other reviews that the that there is a step up in the ride quality as well for for everyone yeah. in the camera and for goodness sakes there's a comfort mode yeah there. it really came through that it it was just uh, and the it was it was it gripped so well because it seems almost that it's illegal for me to take a civic into north wales unless there is snow on the ground which there was again mm. <laughs> so i drove through certain parts of the road it was that long ago in the year that i had the car that but it, there was there was no hint of any trouble there was, there was never a point where I thought the car isn't coping with what I'm asking it to do. And mm-hmm. we were not, again, you know, between the whole, I'm not, I wasn't driving like a, a very cautious person, but then again, I wasn't driving like somebody who wishes to uh, lose their license. So for on the roads I was on, I was driving properly and this thing just, it had no problems whatsoever. It was it was brilliant. The steering was superb, so direct. You you went. I, I want the car to go over there. I shall turn the steering wheel this amount. Oh, and we're we've gone around that with no hassle. And that's the thing yeah. that really blew me away is that was the car had no hassle doing what I asked it to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's that kind of time when it's almost. It's those kind of times when it's almost telepathic. You just know exactly how much steering input you need to give to to go where you hmm. want to go. And I knew how much to apply pressure to the brakes. The brakes were, 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 again, really nice, really progressive. It was none of this nothing, nothing, oh, we've got it all on or anything like that. It was all progressive. Mm-hmm. Everything just felt that a clown like me could drive and feel – like they've driven well at the end of it without being an idiot. Okay. And that's a bit of a trick, I think. <laughs> I, I, I get that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, same, same challenge. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Right. So Alan's talked about it, but there's, there's three driving modes. There's comfort, there's sport. So that's a slightly wider grin. Uh, and you get to the end of the straight a little bit quicker. And then there's the plus R, which is. <laughs> I've likened it to uh, manically laughing as you overtake the Millennium Falcon. Basically, <laughs> it's it's not really suitable for the road. No, is it? no, it's not not because it stiffens the dampers to such a ridiculous extent. Yes, even with the extra comfort that the Honda engineers have engineered in, it's not yeah. one for everyday use. Let's put it that way. <laughs> no, you you wouldn't. Okay, yes, yes. Uh, uh, a wee bit much. Yeah, and, and by the way, where the button is positioned behind the gear lever, it's really easy to cycle through those modes without having to okay. look and that sort of thing. So, it, you know, it, it was, it is actually a good position for it. Uh-huh. Right, so let's move on to some technology because there was technology apart from, you know, the astounding engineering feat. Sorry, I, I do have a small question. Is any is anybody going to care about the technology? Uh, we have to be thorough, Alan. This is what we do. Oh, this is okay. what we do. Oh, all right, fair enough. Yeah. <sighs> <sighs> so this had uh, Honda's sensing tried, advanced everyone. safety systems, which is and prepare yourselves, everyone. Collision mitigation braking system with pedestrian detection, forward collision warning, high beam support system, intelligent adaptive cruise control with cut-in prediction, intelligent speed limiter, lane departure warning with road departure mitigation. 
I didn't try that out. I'm quite happy about that. Thank you very much. It also had lane keeping assist system, traffic sign recognition system, and that was it for the uh, sensing advance. It's got blind spot info as well and cross traffic monitor, and that's only available with the GT, not with the normal Type R. It came with Apple CarPlay, Android Auto, AM, FM, DAB radio, although AM and FM radio is going to be shut down in next year, I believe. Oh, they've been saying that for years. No, apparently it's going to happen this time. Uh, there's an HDMI jack. Again, I have to ask the question, why? Why? Who's watching DVDs why? on the screen? Have you, have you ever tried to... to- to put in any sort of video input into the HDMI. No, I haven't actually. I, I may, I may try that next time I get one. Just it's going to be worth it. If, okay, whichever of us gets something next which has an HDMI jack, we we have to try that because it just seems like a really non-vehicular. Yeah, I'm not. Input I don't. Yeah, I just I'm don't, not I just sure. I'm sure. I'm, yeah, sorry. Uh, there's obviously still the two, there's the two USBs I mentioned earlier as well, two USB ports. So there we go. That's the technology side of things. So. That's us work through all the usual, all the usual sections. What, what do you think? What do you, how, how did it make you feel, Andrew? <laughs> What's your verdict? My verdict. I think it is a perfect hyperhatch. It looks outlandish, goes like absolute stink. Can do the everyday stuff as well. Has complete road presence. Nothing else is like it on the road. Hasn't mm-hmm. quite got the Yobbo reputation yet. Really? No, I don't think so. Okay. Uh, although, mm-hmm. well, yeah. look, I mean, there's there's gentlemen with, with I mean, glasses no- on chains <clears throat> driving them around your way. It's, <laughs> it's true. I mean, it's it's no e, it's no EP3 yet, but yeah. yeah. Uh, and it's yeah, okay. reasonably economical as too. Is if you're trying to make you know, like I said, doing the man stroke woman maths <laughs> for it. <laughs> That's a different kind of maths, mate. So, for th- what else at £34,000 does this? That's my question. I don't know. My, well, I don't know. I don't know. You see, I, I don't I don't know how much you would use all that extra performance every day and why you would have it over an i30N or an i30N fastback. Ah, I've stopped no, you now. No, that's a good point. It is a good point. I- which comes in as a bit it cheaper, does. but but I guess that if you want the absolute, you should see because you've got that, or if you want to be more stealth, then you end up with a Golf R. You have to be a photocopier salesman then if you've got a R. It, yes, it, it, I was about to say it has its own image issues as yeah. well. I guess it depends what you want. There's actually quite a lot of choice at that point in the market. That that seems to me to be the big challenge. But if you want ridiculousness and practicality together, it, it does seem to be the most ridiculous plus most practical at the same time. Yeah. And again, I mean, that, that price I guess that's point, though, is, it. it does seem phenomenal. Because how, I mean, how many years, it's not that many years ago that to do all that was way north of 50 grand. A hundred, when that was, mate, when we were kids, supercars didn't do 170 miles an hour. I know. They definitely didn't do Whatever it was, 20-odd 20, 20 miles to the gallon. 30-odd. 30-odd. Was it 30-odd? I, I got, I got 33 I out of it. It allegedly does 37. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, and you didn't get that, and you couldn't seat four, and you just couldn't take your luggage and your dog or whatever else. If you I was looking for a hyper hatch, it's ridiculous. There has to be one on the list to sit. Something's going to have to be absolutely amazing for me not to go for that. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's good. I mean, that's pretty. That's, but I don't, don't know that you could ask for much higher praise than that. And I and I'd even put up with the ridiculous number of materials on the on the dashboard. To be honest, if you're going to go buy a Civic Type R with all those, with all the spoilers and all the other stuff on the outside, you're not really going to give much of a darn about the number of materials on the no. dashboard. It's it's Im- it is haha immaterial. <laughs> you know. It is. It is. Yes. It is. If you're buying a, t- it's, it's, honestly, if you're that bothered about interior quality, you're going to go off and buy yourself an Audi S3 and, and sort of hate yourself for being a dullard. Yes, if you have that much self-awareness. Sorry, Audi. <laughs> yes, sorry, Audi. <laughs> so generally pretty positive then. Yeah, it's all right, you know. <laughs> Despite me trying to throw a bucket of water over it, it's just generally, you, you, you enjoyed it. I, I would loved, I would love to have had the opportunity to have, let you drive that so you could see or you could you could feel what a well put together one was or a non-tired mm. one was like yeah yeah I, I can imagine i'm sure it's awesome yes i just didn't i just didn't want to do the risk because that's the only press car i've had that i've really not liked generally because we're quite fussy about which what, what we what we asked for but yeah yeah no awesome i'm glad you enjoyed that I really am um, not and, and I was quite quite pleased that you got it. Yeah, you you might have mentioned that five, six, seven, eight, fifteen times. <laughs> Even now, there's a small tear in the corner of his eye. Everyone, there is. It's quite sad, really. It's quite sad at his age. I mean, you just don't want to do that. Anyway, before he leaps down the Skype connection and beats me up for that, uh, don't forget that now and next time you can give us any feedback and share your thoughts with the show at Motoring Podcast on Twitter and Instagram, on Facebook, and on the contact page of motoringpodcast.com, the hub of all our activities. Please don't forget to leave a review and rating on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or however your podcast app lets you do such a thing. It really does matter. Andrew, if people want to ask more questions about just how big the spoilers are, what's the best way that they can get in touch with you? Uh, they can get in touch with me via Twitter. If they search for Crack Windscreen, they'll find me there. And Alan, if people want to get in touch with you and ask which chiropractor you used after the last one you tried, what's the best way for them to get in touch with you? <laughs> uh, yeah, do ask via Twitter where I'm at A-J-P Bradley, B-R-A-D-L-E-Y. We will be back before very long, but up until then, I've been Alan Bradley. I've been Andrew Clues. And safe motoring.